Travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. And you're in Rudy Maxa's world where the topic is travel. Good travel, bad travel, rich travel, budget travel. We interview authors, hotel butlers, cruise ship captains, pilots, explorers. You name it. It's got to do with travel we cover. For example, this hour we're going to mark the 50th anniversary this month of the first successful ascent of Mount Everest. When we talk of the man who managed to do just that with a prosthetic foot. His name is Tom Whitaker, and he wrote the introduction to a new book written by Sumatri Nagrath titled Incredible Ascents of, Ever Ascents, excuse me, of Everest. Uh, the book describes successful ascents by a blind man, by a double amputee, and by an elderly woman. You're going to want to hear these stories. We'll also talk about the First Lady's suggestion on how to stay active on a vacation. And we'll talk with a travel writer whose new, book's title, whose new book's title says it all, Travel Tales I Couldn't Put in the Guidebooks. Leah Lane uh, gives a hint of the kind of adventures travel writers only tell among themselves. And we'll meet a couple who wanted to travel all the time and figured out a way to afford to do that while educating children when they got home. I'll have my deals of the week at the end of the hour, as always, but first let's take a look at this week in travel news. Well, I'm in London this weekend visiting my granddaughters, but I spent most of Friday monitoring two airline incidents here locally. First, a British Airways passenger jet bound for Oslo had to return to Heathrow Friday shortly after taking off. It was in the morning due to an engine fire. Reports still suggest, uh, final results aren't in yet, but they suggest that either a mechanical malfunction or a bird strike resulted in that fire. Now, a passenger filmed that flaming engine as the plane flew. You may see it on YouTube. That surely had to be a frightening experience, but fortunately the plane landed without incident. Flights were disrupted for most of the day at one of the world's busiest airports. That would be Heathrow. But I'm glad the plan landed safely and uh, glad that I flew here on Tuesday and not Friday when planes could actually land here. Then uh, on Friday afternoon, U.K. military jets escorted a Pakistan International Airlines passenger plane uh, uh, right into uh, Sansett Airport. The reports are still sketchy, but two men, ages 30 and 41, were taken into custody by police. The two men reportedly, and I use the word reportedly, approached the cockpit more than once and argued with airline personnel in the control tower in Manchester where they were... Uh, bound for was told that uh, there was a threat to the aircraft. Authorities were concerned about the Pakistani jet because ground controllers had been unable to reach the pilots for a period of time after that message. The two men were handcuffed when the plane landed at Stansted, but to repeat, as I broadcast to you live Saturday morning at 10 after 10 Eastern time, it's still not clear if they posed a threat to the aircraft that had about 300 passengers aboard. The two men were handcuffed when the plane landed at Stansted, but to repeat, we're not sure if they're going to be incarcerated or not. Uh, but I can tell you that London is on edge following that beheading Thursday of a British soldier on a public street by two men who ranted about the involvement of British troops in foreign countries. They were both shot and wounded by British policemen. The American Embassy in Nassau in the Bahamas has issued a security alert to Americans living in or traveling to the major island of New Providence following a recent shooting of an American sailor during a robbery. The alert highlighted an increase in armed robberies on New Providence, 328 of them between the first of this year and April 15th, some of which have resulted in serious injuries to Americans. The death of that sailor occurred after he and a group of friends left a bar around 4.30 in the morning. When confronted by several robbers, the victim confronted the gunman himself and was fatally shot in the neck. And this week, JetBlue added its 78th city, Philadelphia. The airline this week launched service to Philadelphia with five daily flights between that city and Boston. 
You know, I talked recently with author and blogger Eileen Ogins in connection with her new book called The Kid's Guide to Washington, D.C. But I asked her back on the show today because she recently sat down with Michelle Obama and the topic was travel, specifically how we can all put more movement, so to speak, into our vacations. Eileen, welcome back. How did you come to meet with the First Lady? Well, I got to tell you, honestly, it was done all through email. But um, instead of, uh, I wish I had sat down with her, but it, last summer I was able to get her to, to address how families could eat healthier on vacation, which we know is one of her signature issues as First Lady. And this year I asked her about how we could all be more active on vacation, since we all know that childhood obesity is such a big problem. And what did she have to tell you? Well... It was really interesting because I thought she's speaking as a mom as well as First Lady because she was basically saying, find something that the kids like to do and then jump in and do it. And she said the First Family likes to go biking. It's hard to imagine. They must be trailed by how many Secret Service agents. But she said on vacation, um, they'll all go biking. And she also was suggesting that if you're in a city, you should walk instead of driving or taking public transportation and of course she was talking about the national parks being a really good venue um for families to get active and it was really interesting to me that she said i think it was the grand canyon that she hadn't even been to since she was first lady so um i asked her if she if she had a favorite national park and she was also making the point that i think a lot of us don't realize is that you know we all think you have to go to Yellowstone or Yosemite or the Grand Canyon, but she was pointing out that there are national parks all over the place, uh, right in your own backyard. Um, Yes, and in your own backyard in Washington, D.C., there's there's the C&O Canal, which is part of the National Park Service. Right, and so uh, is the National (laughs) Mall, basically. Exactly. So, and, and besides national parks, there's a lot of state parks, too. So she was basically saying, you know, you don't have to go that far from home. Um... And then we asked her again about uh, indulging on vacation, and she was sort of pointing out that you don't have to vacation's the time to kick back and relax, and the key is balance. So she said she always tells her girls that if they're eating healthy 90% of the time, then they don't have to worry about what they're eating the rest of the time. So she was saying that she thought vacations are a really good time to try something you haven't eaten before, um, you know, maybe a local dish or... Vegetables. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been going to a farmer's market. My get kids to well, eat vegetables. Eileen, you're a, good, you're, a nice, you're a good mom. But let, let me back up. Did, did she ever mention her favorite national park? Did you ask her? If there was um, I did, and she kind of fudged it a little bit. Of course, you mm. know, she's not going to play favorite. Favorite, but, yeah, right, um, exactly. She also said, and I, I didn't know this, but maybe you did, you did, but if you're a military family, you can get free passes at all of the national parks. That is true. We had that on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so that, but it's good. It's worth repeating. I'm glad you I, did. I, I mean. thought that's a good thing. And there's another thing your listeners may not know is, well, they may be aware of the Junior Ranger program, which is really great for kids because it's free and it kind of gives a kid's eye view of the park. It, it gets kids engaged by doing all kinds of activities. But her Let's Move campaign, um, she's got a Let's Move Outside Junior Ranger program that kind of encourages kids and their parents to do an outdoor activity when they're at the national parks. 
Very so, cool. And, and if you're going get, to besides their junior ranger badge, they also get a sticker saying they're a let's kids, move outside junior ranger. Kids love stickers. And one great city for walking is Washington, D.C. And uh, Eileen Ogans, with whom we've just been speaking, is author of a new book called The Kid's Guide to Washington, D.C., which will keep your kids really busy in the nation's capital. Eileen, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having Up me. Next. Check out the whole interview. Up next, some uh, astounding... St- oh, go ahead. Where is it? I lost it. Pick to it up. I'll tell, I'll tell this and the- speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at LM clinic.com that's lmclinic.com to join rudy maxa call 800-387-8025 you can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy maxa's world 18 minutes after the hour, and uh, I had to conclude the interview with um, Eileen Ogans before giving the website for where you can read her interview with the First Lady. It is takingthekids.com, takingthekids.com. And you should know that this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Travel Guard. It's a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to travelguard.com. Travel more and worry less. TravelGuard.com's coverage is limited by the terms and conditions of policy and may not be available in all states. But if you're going to take a trip, particularly if you put out a lot of money on it, you might want to consider travel insurance. In fact, you should consider travel insurance. Visit TravelGuard.com. Well, this has been uh, an interesting uh, week in news involving Mount Everest. An 80-year-old man became the oldest person to summit that mountain in the past uh, week or 10 days. Then this morning here in London, I read news that five climbers were killed trying to ascend that mountain. 
Um, I believe the death is on Monday, but the news is just getting into the papers, at least here in London. Um, so we're talking to the right guy here, uh, unfortunately, in, 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 in one of these cases. Uh, his name is Tom Whitaker, and he also climbed Mount Everest, and he wrote the foreword to a new book called Incredible Ascents to, Ma to Everest, um, obviously on the 50th anniversary of uh, Ed Sir Edmund Hillary and uh, his, his trusty guide, Tenzig Norgay, um, climbing that mountain back in May of 1953. Uh, this book is, is uh, it's part picture book, part text, and it's an account of some of the more unusual successes in climbing the mountain. I'm delighted to have Tom on. Tom, first of all, um, let's talk about why people want to climb Mount Everest, okay? You've climbed it. Tell me what the lure is, and it's not just because it's there. No, it's not. Uh, historically, um, people have been out of the Industrial Revolution. People started wanting to get out of the factories and into the fresh air, and uh, they got squeezed up into the country that wasn't being farmed, and that was the wild land. And uh, then from that, people started to travel with the military and going overseas and seeing these mountains, and then they started surveying them, and they discovered that uh, Mount Everest was the highest mountain. And inside all human beings is this need for adventure, exploration, wanting to get out into the, na the natural environments and wild and rugged places. And as soon as people realized that here in the Himalayan mountains was the highest mountain of the world, then that kind of uh, painted a bullseye on it and people wanted to climb it. But adding to that allure was the fact that it was right on the border of Tibet and Nepal, and both those countries were banned to foreigners, and it was very difficult to get in, um, just politically, to go in and, and mount a climbing expedition. Let me correct myself. You probably heard me say this, Tim. Uh, it's not the 50th anniversary. It's the 60th anniversary of the first summit. It's the 50th anniversary of the first American uh, summit. Okay, so now we know why they went up. Um, tell me about your ascent. You, you had a prosthetic foot, uh, am I correct? Well, that's right. I was, um, I was hit by a drunk driver, and I had my foot amputated, and uh, I was a mountaineer, rock climber. I came to North America uh, in the first place following my dream to become a world-class mountaineer, and then um, I thought I'd had my dream snatched away from me, and... Um, then um, I went back into wild, rugged environments to, to, to rediscover uh, who I was and what my capabilities were. And um, I found that I could still climb at a very high level uh, on both uh, snow, ice, and rock with a prosthetic. And then I got the opportunity to go over to Mount Everest. And um, no disabled person had ever attempted the mountain in 19... Uh, 1989 and so that was the first time I got up to 24,000 feet I didn't make it got stormed off the mountain went back again in 1995 got up to 27,500 feet uh, just um, about uh, 1,500 feet shy of the summit and again got beaten back and then went back uh, three years later in 1998 and this time uh, was successful and the thing that I was really proud about was that I wasn't being guided on the mountain by able-bodied guides. I wasn't, it wasn't a publicity stunt. I'm a mountaineer first and foremost. And the difference between climbing Mount Everest 
um, uh, being guided up it and putting your own expedition together and climbing it as a true mountaineer is that the, if you like the analogy would be like buying an airline ticket or flying that plane to the destination it's way more complex well put, well put. And we're, uh, let's touch in a moment about the increasing number of guided expeditions and the effect it's having on the mountain. But tell me a little about the book. Tell me, um, by the way, if you've just uh, joined me, we're talking with Tom Whitaker. He has written the um, uh, forward to this new book called Incredible Ascents to Avis. Uh, and it's uh, <laughs> to Avis, to Mount Everest. To My Everest. goodness. <laughs> I always am afraid I'm going to mis mispronounce the words ascents, and, uh, and I was studying that instead of Mount Everest. Uh, incredible ascents to, to Everest, to Mount Everest. It's a brand new book, and it's fascinating. Uh, just, Tim, share a couple stories with us. I know we only have about, oh, we have about four minutes, but a couple glimpses of some of the stories in there that are more unusual that might uh, surprise all of us. Yeah, well, uh, right on the cover, it's a hardback book, and it's, uh, it's in color, and it's a, a kind of coffee table book, and it's a compilation of um, not only um, some of the controversies um, of, of, like, um, who, were, who were the first people to climb Mount Everest, and how did they do it, and a lot of uh, some very hard-to-get uh, um, historical photographs that are, are just beautiful, and it's really nicely put together, and it's, a, it's almost like an encyclopedia of um, a synopsis of, of what these guys did and how they did it, and it doesn't get into the kind of emotional, psychological thing. You know, it's it's very f kind of factual book, and it's fascinating, and um, and so it deals with the, the British going into Tibet in the 1920s, uh, trying to uh, climb the mountain, and uh, um, the whole controversy about whether um, um, Irving and um, gosh, now I'm struggling here. Um, that's okay. At least you remembered it was Mount Everest. Was yeah, Mount Mallory. <laughs> yeah, Mallory and Irving Mount. got to the this, the summit uh, some uh, 30 years before um, uh, Hillary and Ten Sing made it to the uh, to the summit. Um, but the the interesting thing about mountaineering is people kind of think of the summit as being the you know, that Be all, end is all. the goal, but it's not yeah. the finish line. The finish line is back in camp. And the question is, have you successfully climbed the mountain if you get to the summit and you don't come back? It, well, exactly. And there are certainly many people who have not come back from there. Um, you also have stories of, of, of a blind man climbing the mountain. Yeah, yes, that's right. And, uh, you know, that, that, and uh, his photographs right on the... On the uh, cover of the book and um, and uh, uh, yeah Eric's ascent is truly uh, inspirational and incredible but isn't just a little bit blind I mean he is blind blind and um, that doesn't mean to say that it's absolutely black for him but it's it's like uh, you're wearing dark glasses at night you can kind of see some some shapes and stuff like that but no detail and uh, this guy uh, climbed Mount Everest and you know how 
you know, I've been up there. <laughs> how, how, how a blind man can climb Mount Everest is beyond me. But, the, you know, but this guy, he's the real McCoy, and he's as hard as nails, and uh, he's climbed a ton of different mountains, and he rock climbs and does all kinds of other adventure pursuits, and he's just an admirable person, and, yeah, his story's in here too. There was also a double amputee. There was the oldest woman. I, and I also mentioned that uh, on Thursday, an 80-year-old Japanese mountaineer became the oldest person to reach the top. But I also note, I, I don't know how the weather is holding, but an 81-year-old Nepalese man who held the previous record plans to begin his own ascent next this coming week, which would you know put him one year ahead of the Japanese guy. <laughs> oh, gosh. These guys are going to keep going until they get to get a hundred-year-old guy up there. But again, you know, these are incredible ascents because there's no easy way up Mount Everest. And if you're guided up the mountain, yes, it is easier than if you're having to figure it out yourself and so on. But nobody can drag you up the mountain. You have to climb it on your own efforts, and uh, it it really is gut wrenching. Uh, Tom, I didn't get to go into what the effect of the number of people climbing now has on this mountain. Would you come back in three or four weeks and talk with us about that? Oh, I would love to, yes. and I'd, I'd be delighted. Well, thank you very much, Rudy. Thank you. Uh, let me tell you, Tom Whitaker wrote the forward to this book. It's an incredible book, and that's the first word of the title, Incredible Ascents to Everest. Uh, it's just come out. It's a coffee table book. I think it's worth looking, particularly if you're a climber interested in climbers. Stick around. You're in Rudy Max's world. We'll be right back after these messages. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Guys, have you heard about Ageless Male? It's a best-selling supplement that helps boost free testosterone levels in men and supports muscle health with strength training. Plus, our active ingredient has been clinically shown to increase your drive, desire, and performance. Call now to boost your free testosterone with your risk-free trial of Ageless Male. Just call 1-800-719-2640. That's 1-800-719-2640. Call 1-800-719-2640. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with me. You know, a lot of people say, how do I make a living traveling around? I just want to travel all the time. How do I do that? 
Well, Bruce Jenick and uh, Tass Thacker figured that out about 34 years ago. And uh, Bruce uh, Jenick and Tass Thacker have spent those 34 years traveling around the world and making a living at it. And I want to talk to them about how they did it because they found a very unique way to do it. When they are in the States, they reside in the Black Hills of South Dakota, which is where I've reached them today. Bruce, welcome to the show. Nice to have you on. Hey, great to be on, Rudy. Thanks for having me. All right, so what happened 34? What was the idea 34 years ago? Give me the give me the backstory. Well, Taff and I met actually at Ski Bums in Jackson, Wyoming, and uh, we both had a love for travel. We spent a couple of winters in Central America together. In the mid-1980s, we bicycled around the world and uh, for 26 months. When we came back, uh, we had a couple that we hardly even knew uh, before then. They'd invited us to come and stay in their house for a few months, so we got back on our feet. And he was the director of curriculum for the local school district. And we started telling him some stories we had from our journey and showed him pictures we had taken. He uh, asked us to do a slide program for a group of teachers at an in-service. It's like a teacher training event. And where was this, Bruce? Teachers. When you said he was a local superintendent, where, where, where in the world are we talking about? This was here in Rapid City. In, South Dakota, uh, South okay. Dakota. All right. And, uh, yeah, he was like the director of curriculum. And he was always in charge of the teacher training events. And he said the teachers always complained the training events were boring. So he hired us to do a series of slideshows. And uh, we had so many teachers come up afterwards and, and ask if we could do a program like that in their schools that we started doing shows in schools. And we, you uh, charge, I presume? Year. And in uh, 1990, we went full-time, and we've been doing that ever since. So how many months a year are you on the road, and how many months are you speaking to school kids? We do about 100 schools a year. We're on the road about five months a year. And uh, we travel now in a little RV. RV. We started out in a, a Dodge minivan. We lived in it for, for seven years, traveling on a speaking circuit, uh, showering in YMCAs, cleaning up the bathrooms of fast food restaurants and uh, doing programs. It's kind of an adventure in social studies, science, geography, history. We tell enough of a story that it uh, gets the kids interested in the adventure, but then we also fill the programs full of things they really need to be learning in the school. And so we just try to really get the kids motivated about learning about the rest of the world. So how many months of the year are you on the road not talking to school kids? Um, we're about uh, four or five months not talking to kids, actually, oh. is the way it works out. And uh, it's really, for us, we found out it's really a nice balance because when a bit of time goes by and we haven't done any shows, we actually kind of really look forward to being back out on the road. It gives us a sense of purpose and meaning. Um, we feel like we have the best job in the world because we arrive in the school. So many of the schools have us come back each year and just do a different show. And all the kids, uh, you know, greet us, hey, hooray, it's you. They want to know what, where, what part of the world we're going to go to this year. And so uh, it's great, you know, to have a job where you show up at work and everybody says, hooray, you're here. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that one of those jobs. Now, now I'm, I'm presuming you don't get paid a lot of money from these. I mean, you're not paid like $5,000, uh, you know, as... No, we actually try to be on the lower end of the, the speaking circuit. And what we do to make a, how to make it work is I do one school while my wife's task does another. And then that way we can do a couple of schools a day. We can still keep the price low enough that it's, you know, we'll... We don't want to just do high-end schools. Um, we actually used to do a lot of inner-city schools. Unfortunately, with the financial situation in the schools now, we do more suburbs now than we used to when we first started. But uh, we do try to keep our prices really low, and then that way we're available for more kids. My guest is Bruce Junick, along with uh, Tass Thacker. They travel the world four or five months a year and then speak the rest of the time to, to school kids. And we're not talking university. We're talking high school, junior high, elementary. 
actually it's mostly elementary. We do a number of ah. high school and middle schools too. But you know, in a given city, if there's four high schools, there's probably eight middle schools and probably 35 or 40 elementaries. I so see. just a law, a law of averages, if we send out information to a school district, percentage-wise, more are the elementary. And we really love the elementary age because you feel like you can really make an impact on the kids. They're not really locked in, though, their view of what the world is all about. And so when you give them a show, you really feel like they're, they're really absorbing. They're like little sponges. And, um, and we talk a lot about having dreams and goals in life uh, and finding something you have passion for and how challenges make life interesting. And so oh, we really nice. try to remind the kids that learning is fun and that uh, the world's a fascinating place, and, and it's really exciting to get out and explore it. That is great. How many countries have you been to in your 34 years of traveling? 53. Wow. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. I like it. Yeah, and the nice thing about uh, most of those countries are ones that we're in for at least a couple of months at a time, and we bicycle across. So I feel like of the, you know, there's a lot of people that have way more higher number of countries they've been to, but we feel like the ones we've been to, we've seen very well. You've really been to. You can find more information out about Bruce and Tass's work at this website, Images of the World. And if you're an elementary school teacher or administrator, or I guess junior high and high school for that matter, and you'd like to plug into the Bruce and Tass network. The website is imagesoftheworld.com. I presume there's contact information there, Bruce? There is. All sorts okay. of fun stuff on our website. Great. Well, I just find it fascinating that you, you, the two of you have managed to keep traveling and make a living at it because, as I said at the top of this segment, there are so many people who approach me going, how can I travel and, and make a living? I, I'm going to refer them to you, Bruce, from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you That's know, we feel like we couldn't even dream this job up. It's so perfect for us. Well, good for you. Well, congratulations to Tass and you. Uh, the website, again, is imagesoftheworld.com, and you're listening to Rudy Max's World. We'll be back after this break. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And you don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore. Because now we have Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Amberin is so powerful, we guarantee you will love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-525-2563. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40 absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. 
All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Guys, have you heard about Ageless Male? It's a best-selling supplement that helps boost free testosterone levels in men and supports muscle health with strength training. Plus, our active ingredient has been clinically shown to increase your drive, desire, and performance. Call now to boost your free testosterone with your risk-free trial of Ageless Male. Just call 1-800-719-2640. That's 1-800-719-2640. Call 1-800-719-2640. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. You know, whenever journalists or writers get together, they often tell off-the-record stories of things that happen that never make it into the stories they write about. And that's the subject of travel writer Leah Lane's new book. It's called Travel Tales I Couldn't Put in the Guidebooks. Leah's an award-winning travel writer. This is her newest book. She's written... Uh, 31, uh, it includes 31 essays of outrageous and memorable people, places, and things. She's uh, uh, an accomplished writer, and we're delighted to have her back on the show. Leah, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. Thanks a lot. Well, we'd like to make this forum the place you can tell a couple of those stories you can't put in guidebooks. I know uh, uh, you sent me a list of some of the things. I want to hear about this 94-year-old man you met who lived on a cruise ship. Yes, uh, his name was Egon. Unfortunately, I, I will say he, he recently died at 96. But I remember when I met him at 94, he said, you know, I've lived on a cruise ship for a couple of years, but I think I'm going to go in three-month segments from now on. So I guess he was aware it was getting, uh, you know, a little late. But he was a wonderful, wonderful man. He played Scrabble every night and beat everybody. He played piano. He knew 1,500 songs. He swam 20 laps a day. He took his scooter around to the Internet cafes. And he had a wonderful time. He figured if he was going to go, he was going to go moving. So he was a great inspiration and a flirt. Flirted <laughs> with there me was, a lot. <laughs> then there was a lady whose husband carried her own bed around the world. I've heard of people carrying their own bedding around the world, but not their own bed. Yeah, this lady, I don't know if it was a fear of bed bugs or whatever, but she had a husband who toted a... Uh, bed that you blew up, and this was on a cruise in the Ukraine. He brought it on the on the on the ship, and he had to blow it up for her and put it on top of the bed that was there already. It was not a good situation, and I was thinking if you know, I, I can't imagine asking my husband to do it. He would he would laugh at me. But this man, I think he didn't bring along the bedding or the duvets or anything, but he did bring along the bed. 
Uh, talk about the princess and the pea. I, okay, this one got me too. I mean, th this is all in all in the book Travel Tales. I couldn't put in the guidebooks. We're touching on three or four of them just because we have a limited time with Leah. But uh, tell me about this English bellhop that had Tourette's syndrome. Oh, that was wonderful. I can't really tell you the things he said, but he was a wonderful man. And immediately I was hearing, uh, you know, noises, and I thought something's wrong. And then he, I'll change it a little bit. He came in and he said, um, "Up your behind." You know, I changed it, and I couldn't believe it, and he couldn't help it. He was just a lovely man, and he managed to explain that it was his cousin's bed and breakfast in England, in Warwick, and he couldn't get a job anywhere else, and he never worked at night because he would bother people, but everyone understood, and he became kind of a local legend. And, you know, if he didn't say something like, you have a nice rack, you felt very insulted. So, lovely man, though. Very well, interesting. <laughs> I mean, did he wear a sign around his neck saying, excuse me, I have Tourette's syndrome, or did he tell you right off the bat as soon as you met him or after no. his first, <laughs> his first un, 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 uh, unpremeditated remark? I think part of the charm was you were shocked, and then you kind of figured it out, but he did explain it. He was a it's lovely like, sounds person. Like, sounds like something off the, that English series Faulty Towers. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. He reminded well, me of, uh, of some of those characters. Well, what are, when you talk about your favorite uh, tales in the book, is there one that sticks out that I haven't brought up that you want to talk about? Well, there's a lot. There are many memorable tales as well as funny ones. And, and in, the 19, uh, in, excuse me, in 2008, I went uh, to Antarctica, and then six weeks later I went to Greenland. And um, that was, it, it isn't a, you know, humorous in the least. It was a very eye-opening experience. I think people said I was bipolar because I went between the two, but uh, it was a memorable because I actually saw the melting of the glaciers, and, and it was um, something that I now work very hard to talk about because uh, it was uh, an eye-opener. So that, that I have two tales there about, about those trips. Um, and, 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 you, and you did manage to fight off the wild dogs in Romania. Yes, that one was kind of like the tiger, the lady and the tiger. I had to decide whether to go with a stranger in a truck or to run my uh, legs off to try to get away from the dogs, and I'll leave that for those who want to read the book, but I did choose something. I managed to get away from the dogs. Well, given how I could see how fast the dogs ran, I, I, I bet I know what your choice was. My goodness. Lea, uh, Leah Lane is her name, L-E-A-L-A-N-E. -E. Um, you can find your website is... What Travels, with Leah. Travels, Travels with Leah. Travels with Leah. L-E-A. Travels with Leah. Tweet me on, tweet me on Leah Lane. Dot, no, Leah Lane. Just L-E-A-L-A-N-E. And this is her eighth book. She's traveled over 100 countries, and she's been writing travel, uh, been a travel writer since 1970s. This is her eighth book. She's also co-authored over 20 guidebooks, and she blogs regularly for the Huffington Post. And her website is travelswithleah.com. So I, I got to tell you, she's one busy woman, and her newest book is called Travel Takes. I couldn't put in the guidebooks. You can pick it up, obviously, at Amazon.com or your local bookstore. Leah, thanks for joining me. Thanks a lot, Rudy. Stick around. We're going to come right back. I got I got a lot of deals of the week this week. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Well, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. Boy, I got a lot of extra news for you. I probably ought to slip a couple in here. Uh, a couple of uh, surveys came out this week that might be of interest. Let me give you the Reader's Digest version of them so you don't have to read all the way through. A Harris interactive poll of about 2,300 airline passengers revealed that most of us will tolerate a middle seat on flights that are shorter than two hours. But nearly 60% of us say they'd pay extra to avoid a middle seat on flights longer than three hours. 13% say they'd be willing to pay up to $25. And 13% said they wish there was a separate section in planes for children. Another survey, Virgin Airlines, excuse me, Virgin America Airlines, the domestic uh, brand, Virgin America Airlines, came out on top of a consumer report survey of the best and worst of 11 major airlines in the United States. Spirit Airlines came in last. Virgin got high marks for check-in, for flight attendance, in-flight entertainment options, cabin cleanliness, comfort, and baggage handling. Southwest also soared highly in customer satisfaction, and like JetBlue, its relative lack of fees. Southwest, however, had points deducted for its lack of in-flight entertainment, two areas in which Virgin America and JetBlue excel. And TripAdvisor took a poll, third one, named the top 25 destinations in the world as judged by followers of its website, of which there are millions. Paris came in as the number one favorite destination in the world, followed by New York, London, where I come to you from today, Rome, Barcelona, Venice, San Francisco, Florence, and Prague. Chicago is the only American city other than New York in that list of, uh, of 25, by the way. Okay, let's do some deals of the week here. Yes, yes, there's that deal of the sound. And we caught the Jeff was uh, uh, betting on the next horse race or something. Oh, United Airlines. United Airlines has joined U.S. Air and American in selling in, uh, just, just joined him, I think, today, in fact, uh, to uh, sell you some bonus miles if you want to buy some frequent miles to fatten up your account. If you buy less than 25,000 award miles, you're going to get a 20% bonus in miles. So they'll give you 30 if you buy 25. Uh, and if you buy more than 25,000 award miles, they'll gift, gift you with 40% more miles than you pay for. You've got to buy at least 2,000 miles. You can purchase up to 100,000 per calendar year. And this offer ends at midnight central time on the last day of June. So if you need to fatten up your uh, United Airlines miles, you might as well buy 25,000 or more and get that 40% bonus. Um, leading Hotels of the World. That is not the name of a chain of hotels. It's an association of hotels, and they are some of the finest hotels in the world. Basically, it's a 25% discount. They're going to give you four nights for the price of three. So if you stay four nights, you're getting, you're getting one night free, which is like a 25% discount. Um, you stay four nights for the price of three, and some of the hotels are just some of the legendary hotels in the world. I mean, they're not cheap to begin with, but if you get a fourth night, they're they start getting a little more reasonable. Uh, here in London, one, uh, one Aldwych and the Ritz in London are both uh, participating in this. The Bristol and the Lancaster in Paris, the Riviera on Saint-Jean-Cap-Ferrat, the Hermitage and the Hotel de Paris in Monte Carlo, where we're going to be broadcasting from next week, by the way. Uh, Brenner's uh, Park Hotel in Spahn, Baden-Baden, the Anasa in Cyprus, a lovely, lovely hotel right in the water. Lots of places in Greece, the Ritz Madrid, in obviously Madrid, Spain, Stad Palace in Switzerland, the Beau Rivage in Switzerland, Williamsburg Inn in Williamsburg, Virginia, the Fisher Island Hotel in Spahn, Miami, Raya Vadi in Krabi, uh, Krabi excuse me, the island uh, in the southern, uh, southern part of Thailand, the Taj Mahal Palace in Mumbai, Grace Bay, Club in, Grace Bay Club in Turks and Caicos, the Hassler in Rome, Villa de Este outside Milan and Chernobyl. I mean, the list of hotels is quite impressive. Those are just a few, just a few. So if you're really going to put on the Ritz, so to speak, and you want to stay in a luxury hotel, 
Um, I could not find an expiration date for this, by the way. Um, each hotel may have rules, but I looked at a couple, and they weren't in there either. LeadingHotelsOfTheWorld.com, LHW.com, LHW.com, four nights for the price of three. And Sofitel Worldwide is offering 40% off uh, many of their destinations. You've got a book by May 27th, which if you'll look at the calendar, you'll note is Monday. So you've only got a couple of days to book, but you can stay between June 27th and September 4th. So basically, it's the summer. About 40% off. There's a limited number of rooms. Go to Sofitel.com, S-O-F-I-T-E-L, Sofitel.com. And uh, hotels participating range from you know Bangkok to Bora Bora to Miami, New York, Philadelphia, Sydney, Cartagena, Buenos Aires, a whole bunch of them, Dubai, Beijing. And if you're going to New York, this is a very good offer from Kimpton, I, I think. Uh, Kimpton's got four hotels in New York. I'll tell you their names in a moment. And they're going to give you Thursday through Sunday stays at rates beginning at 219 a night. Now, keep in mind, that's before New York hotel taxes, which are fairly high. So figure from 220, you might be paying a little under 250 a night. But for a, a great hotel in New York, a good hotel in New York, uh, you can't beat it. You can upgrade. Uh, I don't know what you upgrade to. I guess a suite for $20. This is good now through September 2nd, Thursday through Sunday nights, so long weekends at four of the Kimpton hotels. They are The Muse, Inc. 48, which I've stayed at several times, is very nice, Aventi, which, and 70 Park Avenue. The Muse, Inc. 48, Aventi, and 70 Park Avenue. You can either go to the websites of those hotels or I'm sure to Kimpton.com and check out these rates. And Four Points Hotels are offering a $25 rebate w with Southwest Airlines if you stay at them through July 31st. Uh, Sheraton Four Points, of course, is one of Sheraton's brands. And it'll give you a uh, $25 rebate, rebate um, on any of the want to getaway fares, the least expensive fares on Southwest between now and July 31st. Um, and it's good uh, for travel between August 15th and December 31st. If your station's leaving us this hour, not staying around for the second hour, we'll see you next weekend. Going to come to you from the La Metropole Hotel in Monte Carlo. Uh, otherwise, stick around. We'll be back for a second hour of Rudy Max's World. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.